Hey guys, welcome to The Drop-Off, a daily podcast between father and son about life, sports, and everything in between. Today we is thir- Tuesday, so we'll be doing the Halls of Hyde Park. So right now in the Halls of Hyde Park, the NFL playoffs are happening. So everybody's talking about the NFL playoffs. I didn't think that would happen because most people aren't at my school aren't really like big football fans or like professional sports fans, but that is the hot topic right now. Really? So what are people I mean, what are people talking about them? Are they talking about like the games the past weekend? Are they looking forward to the future or tell me like what is the chatter about? They're like um like talking about last game, so like talking about the future games. Like, I heard some seventh grader I think say like, "Oh, the Bengals are gonna get destroyed by the Chiefs because like apparent because like the Bengals' offensive line is like terrible and apparently they let up like ten sacks to um, the Titans. So they're like, "Oh, your defense is ter- or O line's terrible. Y'all are gonna get like twenty sack or y'all are gonna be sacked like twenty times and something like that." Yeah, that's true, but is the Kansas City D-line that great? I know there's Frank Clark in it, who's like a all-pro D- or like a really good defensive tackle. So, he's like the highest-paid defensive tackle in the NFL, so. Oh, really? I didn't I didn't even I've never even heard of this guy Frank Clark. I mean, well, well I don't think they're going to get past the Chiefs, but if the Bengals do get somehow get through the Super Bowl, they'll end up having to face the 49ers or the Rams. Which, if those teams remain healthy, I think those are two of the best defensive lines in the entire NFL. So that would, that would be a big problem. I mean, they just spent this past weekend giving two of the all-time greats, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, some of the hardest games of their lives. So people are talking about NFL playoffs. What else is going on? Well, right now, um, people still talk about shoes, kind of. Um uh, I heard some girls talking about like dresses, and they're like, "This, um, they're like online shopping, and they're like, this dress is ugly, <laughs> and stuff like that." They're online shopping in the middle of school. Yes. Okay. Well, I don't like. That's pretty. I guess they might think about dresses in the same way that the boys think about school, or I'm not not school shoes. Um, but but uh, that's interesting. That's kind of our first tidbit. It's the first time we ever expressed Halls of Hyde Park from the female or girls' perspective. So, any other things that you've ever like either overheard or maybe even been a part of the discussion uh, with or with a group of, or at least just some girls? Oh, girls? No, but boys. I overhear a bunch of boys talking about Fortnite. So. I guess they're just like talking about if they want to play Fortnite together or not. It always happens during my world cultures class, so maybe they're just like a Fortnite group. Yeah, so I guess not much has changed since I was a boy. You're saying, what do boys talk about these days? They talk about sports and video games. So it sounds pretty similar to my middle school experience way back when. Do you ever feel like there are things that you'd like to talk about, but you're not comfortable talking about them because you feel like, well, it's not about sports, it's not about video games. Maybe I want to talk about my feelings, but I'm afraid to or I'm not willing to because other people don't seem to talk about those things. Is there anything like that for you? Um, kind of. It is about sports, though. I want to talk about professional basketball, but nobody follows professional basketball during the regular season. So, like... If 
if a big trade happens, like if, like, um, Steph Curry gets traded to the Hornets, then people will know about that and like talk about it. But if like, um, like the Bryn Forbes deal happened, nobody know half. No, I don't think like anybody in my school will even even know who Bryn Forbes is. So I don't really. So I don't really think people will like people talk about professional basketball. Okay, anything other than sports? Uh, not really. You never felt like, oh man, I'd like to share something, maybe uh, express some sort of disappointment or discouragement, looking for some encouragement from your other friends? Nope. Okay, well, what's lunchtime talk like these days? Because I know that a lot of your friends aren't really into sports, right? We, um, I sit with just. Justin, okay, I sit with a bunch of my friends and we do dare, we started, we did like dares yesterday, um, we were doing it but nobody actually did their dare, <laughs> so, it was kind of just like people playing chicken with their dares, so, um, like truth or dare? No, just dare, just dare, uh, go sit next to, go sit next to that girl who has an open seat next to her or something like that. Um, so, we, we did that, and me and Carter have been discussing the game together, and it's been back and forth. What game? Um, our Jones game versus Sam Jones' team. You and Carter have been discussing it? How does he know anything about the game that he wasn't even involved in or saw? No, Carter Klutz. Ah, I see. Um... Okay, so what dare, what what did you get dared, and why were you not willing to do it? Um, I got one dare, and it was to tell Ashley that I like her. But um, I I told my friend to do this, a different dare, like to a different girl. But he never did it. I was just waiting for him to do it together, so we could do it together. Wow! So if he had done it, you actually would have done it. Yes. And you'd instantly become an all-time legend for having done the the first one to ever do the dare. So maybe it just takes one man to have the courage to do it, to give everyone else the courage. You know, one Alexander Hamilton-type figure who's willing to shoot shoot a shot, take a shot, right? Because what's the lesson? You don't want to throw away your shot, Nathaniel. You're not going to have shots all the time. Not saying that you have to do that dare, but I think a lot of times people are looking to be led, right? All of us want to have someone that we can look up to, someone that we say, oh, you know what, I really, I wish I could be like that person. And I think that's important because we want to have the leaders that we look up to be people who are trustworthy and that they're doing the right thing, right? Because sometimes you can have leaders leading people in the wrong direction. We want to make sure that the people that we not only surround ourselves with but also look up to are the people who are going to challenge us to do the right thing. So who, who do you feel like are some people that you look up to these days or uh, that you want to emulate or copy in your life? Um, maybe someone who, what did you say? I kind maybe of blanked people, out. people that you look up to. Who are some people that you look up to, want to be like? Um, maybe like a basketball player who worked really hard. Maybe like, I don't know, like Steph Curry or something. Okay, so what do you think Steph Curry would say when he finds out that y'all are running all PE period today? Oh, he would probably think like, that it's like good exercise and that 
you need to do stuff like that to reach greater heights. So what is what what's hard about running? What do you think? Um, it's just it's right after lunch, so all your muscles are like cramping and my stomach was hurting so bad, like stuff like that. Yeah, okay, since it's right after lunch and you know that the running is coming, why don't you just eat a little bit less for lunch, right? Don't eat your entire lunch. Maybe you can save some of your lunch for snack after school when you get hungry. And you remember, like, pain. It's painful, and it's boring. Like, who just likes running back and forth all the time? It's much more fun to play basketball. But what Stephen Curry realizes and all these athletes realize is you have to go through that pain in order to perform at the highest levels, right? So if you want to be a better basketball player, it requires that training. And again, that's what we talked about at church this past week, right? Athletic training is of some value. And for the prize that they have, your prize is want to be a better basketball player, you know, possibly playing in college, your prize, you should be willing to go through the pain in order to attain that prize. Like no one's going to hand that to you, right? No one's going to say, oh, you don't have to work hard. You don't have to never have to experience any pain and you're going to get everything you want in life. And we said it's the same thing that's true of the spiritual life. Sometimes life is painful. Sometimes things happen to us that we don't like, but the Lord uses it to make us more like Jesus if we respond to them in a way that's full of faith and joy and thanksgiving. That's what the spiritual training was like. So that's what we're going to hopefully continue to talk about uh, in the upcoming weeks, not only physical training, which the Bible says is of some value, temporary value, but we're going to talk about spiritual training. What, What does it mean to train for godliness? Because godliness has value both in this life and in the life to come. So why do you think godliness has value? Why does it say it has value in this life? Because if we have it in this life, then like in, in once we, once we um, go to heaven, then we'll like have, like it, have it. Well, that's the life to come. That's not what Paul's saying. Paul's not saying, hey, train for godliness because I know it's hard right now, but it's going to be worth it only at the end, only in the life to come. He's saying, no, it has value both for this life, the promise holds for this life, and the life to come. Okay. What? (laughs) It's It's because even though it's hard sometimes, there's the promise of great joy in our lives. So what Jesus said was, I came to give you life. This is Jesus' own words. I came to give you life, and not just life, but abundant life. So even though sometimes being, uh, it's kind of, a, do you know what paradox is? Um, yes. It's like that thing where it, can, it happens, but it doesn't or something. A paradox is a seemingly contra- self-contradictory statement, right? And the important note is that it seems to be contradictory, but it's not actually So it could be something like this. Being a Christian is possibly the hardest kind of life, but it's also the richest and most rewarding and most joyful kind of life. And we're going to talk about that dynamic uh, at church this weekend, but also, you know, maybe in future episodes as well. Well, we have, yes, Nathaniel? Isn't there that paradox about like an alligator Eh, or like the, um, like the Achilles versus the turtle? Yeah, we can have an episode devoted to famous paradox. Um, The Greeks were all about having these uh, really cool examples of paradoxes. Anyways, we are at school. Thank you so much for listening to us this episode. We hope you're doing great wherever you are. And Nathaniel, have a wonderful day at school.
Love you too.